those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines, you are not cattle, you are men. Welcome everybody, this is Room Tone, the radio show. Here we are on 100.5 FM Cop Radio in Vancouver, talking movies because we love it. I'm your host, Ruggero, and let's just head dive right into it because today, with us joining in the booth, I want everybody to raise your hands for two extremely inspiring actors, René Rebora and Bernie McIntosh. How are you guys doing Thank today? You, Thank you. Excellent. Beautiful. I'm, I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm so happy to be here at, at your radio show. It's a complete yeah. honor, man. Yeah. It's, it's really It's good. a great day. Happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining. I'm, I'm I'm so looking forward to talking about film and you know and, and, and acting and especially what it means to be a male actor uh, in the film industry nowadays and you know mm-hmm. and the importance of really pursuing that passion. So let's just head up right into it and let me ask to the both of you guys, who are you? Okay, well myself, um, I've uh, just been in the industry for the last few years. Uh, moved out here from Manitoba uh, six months ago. I had some things going on in my life um, that were fairly uh, abrupt. Uh, m- my career as an HR person was coming to an end. My um, um, my relationship was coming to an end, and uh, I was into acting. Wanted to get to the next step, and uh, my son put this thought in my mind of coming to Vancouver, which is kind of the next level of acting. And um, I thought it over and decided to take a bold step. Amazing! That sounds like a great story, Bernie. Thank you for that, Rene. How about you? Well, man, I came to Vancouver when I was 19 in 2007. I studied university at Emily Carr University. Um, I actually studied industrial design. But then when I when I graduated, I felt like I wanted to do something else, you know. And for me, graduating from university without any Canadian uh, status or anything of that was really tough. Um, I had a really hard time after university and a year later, um, the only place where I could find a decent job was in the movies. Uh, so that's where I started doing background, and I just took it from there, and I've been doing acting since the past five and a half years now. Wow, sounds like we have two really interesting stories over here, very inspiring. Well, you know, I want to ask you, you know, of course, uh, acting, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a constant challenge every day, every single day. But before stepping into that challenge, uh, what's your history? What's your artistic background? Well, mine is, uh, again, I've only been at it six months. I, I knew that I had a, um, a, a passion for it just from watching TV and watching people perform and, and that type of thing. Um, so I went back to theater school. I took lessons for a year. Then I was on stage by the end of that year. And then, then I got work fairly quickly. Did some, um, you know, did some commercials, did a documentary, uh, worked with students and so forth. And then just decided I wanted to get to that, that next level because I'm totally fascinated with the industry. I, I really am. You know, every day is an adventure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every day is definitely an adventure. Do you agree with that? 
Man, that's the beauty of being an actor. It's that it's always an adventure, man. It's that's that's the spice of life. Um, when you're an actor, you're not only it's not only about being an actor, right? Like you gotta you gotta pursue life, and that's what that's what makes an actor so interesting. It's also his life experience. It's not all just about acting, right? Uh, my creative background is I'm also an illustrator like I love to draw I'm you know um, the visual arts I like doing comics amazing storyboards and concept design right and you know I also work with certain computer programs to make that happen right so I always loved creating characters <laughs> I always but but at the same time I always wanted to play them so you know so i guess that's where my creativity comes from well do you feel like uh, your your you know your knowledge and your skills as an illustrator have played a role in your acting career absolutely man because you know um, when you work with with colleagues who later become also your friends and your brothers uh, they can see the work that you do and by looking at the work that you do they can people can trust you and they know that you have something more to offer right uh, sometimes um, one of the mistakes lots of actors do is that they just sit around wait for the agent to call and i say well sure you're an actor but what else can you offer the team you know because at the end of the day it's not about you it's about the whole team right mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's a that's a really interesting point right there and that's why i kind of want to touch base on uh, with the uh, bernie because uh, you mentioned about your career in hr yeah. and human resources seems to be like a very 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 dynamic uh, environment let's say you know it's always about people emotions you know and somehow that connection right i want to ask you if that played a role in your interest to 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 be an actor uh, I would say so uh, for sure because uh, there's a lot of different facets to that particular industry, the HR industry, and uh, a lot of things where you're you're an impartial body, but you certainly learn as you go, you get educated as you go, and then that's one of the things you can bring to the acting profession. Um, it's because the acting profession is a wonderful channel for dealing with. Um, frustrations in your life and dysfunction in your life and it's a, it's a great way to channel it uh, and a great opportunity yeah. mm -hmm, opportunity and that's also a really interesting point because a lot of the acting comes from the opportunity right and so i want to ask you guys if there has been a specific moment in your life when there was either uh, a lack of opportunity or somehow how you overcame the lack of opportunity and created that opportunity for yourself well, I would say um, for myself, the opportunities that I have for wanted for speaking parts, because I, you know, I want to become more of a serious actor. Uh, I wasn't getting; I was getting a lot of uh, background work, which was fantastic. But I wanted more than that, so I needed to take the next step. So, hence the bold move to to uh, to Vancouver, and then I had to go out and hit the streets. And uh, so, I'm going to Rain Dance Vancouver. I'm going to. Um, screenings of various films uh, you know great ones like v6a for example <laughs> um going out to the cold reading series going out to my tribe media um a tremendous amount of networking and um that's not always easy but it's part of the job it's part of the hustle it's very exciting i've met nothing but supportive uh 
people in Vancouver in this industry and they all want the best for you they really do yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels like the community here in Vancouver again we always mention it in this yeah. episode somehow because it really is the magic of, of you know of this place you know Vancouver and how things get made over here you know uh, we just look back we just had we just had crazy eights earlier this year we just had you know so uh, we, and we still have so much you know upcoming this year and that's where I want to ask Renee you know uh, how did it feel for you to step into this community in the first place? And if it happened right away when you came, when you were 19, if that interest sparked right away? Right. Well, uh, to add to what Bernie said, I do agree. Uh, the, the community here is very supportive. There's really amazing people. And I'm very grateful for that. Networking wasn't so much a challenge for me because I consider myself a sociable Mm-hmm. Enough guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Maybe the, maybe because I'm Latino and all. No, my, 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 my biggest challenge, though, my biggest challenge, man, was when I came out of university. Uh, when nobody wants to give you an opportunity, when when nobody when when you don't have a guide, um, when you don't have status, you know. And I'm, maybe lots of it is very bureaucratic and very like government oriented, but you know. When you come out of university, you study five years, and then you're like, then what? Mm. Right? And then there's nobody like, you know, even 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 getting a job as a as a barista or as a cleaner, it's it was really hard, man. And that was the most challenging part for me in my life, you know. Event and and, and I think things don't happen by accident. I was I just I just came into the film industry because they offered me work as background mm-hmm. but then i took it from there I, I just took it from there i saw the actors and something in me a little my inner child when when he was five came out of me he mm-hmm. said man you always wanted to be an actor you always were watching movies like terminator and this and that or you were playing video games and you always wanted to do the voices of the characters like this is your opportunity if nobody else is giving you the opportunity then the ad opportunity you have to create yourself <laughs> and so far that's what i've been doing is it hard yes it's hard but it's not impossible Mm-hmm. So. And I think that's really. I, I see Bernie saying, You, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah, Make I'm it happen, gonna, man. I was just, just going to add to it. I'm by no means shy. Uh, networking. <laughs> I have my PhD in networking, actually. Mm. Uh, but what I'm saying about that is that it's kind of it's night after night. It's it's one thing after another, and that's all great. But sometimes you have to you have choices you have to make, decisions you have to make. Because, for example, I live in Langley. I don't live in Vancouver, so I have the grind of the drive-in, the expense. Um, I'm an older person. But quite honestly, I'm, I, I, you know, I have to, I have to watch my money. I have to watch my finances. Uh, I haven't always made great decisions, so I'm humble about what I do. So it's, um, you know, that's all part of the process. It's not going to be instant gratification, and um, but it's a case of being patient and no one to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one of the things I tend to look at to say, I don't need to be doing that now. I can, I can wait for that because I know I'll be better in the long run. More of a foundation for me to move forward. Mm-hmm. Great words right there. And Renee, so, you got something to add? Yes, right there? and something to add with what Bernie said about finances. It is true, man. It, we, we live in, well, he, um, I, I, live in, I live in Vancouver, so I don't have the grind to commute all the time. But I do have the grind of like watching for my money as well because it mm-hmm. is an expensive town. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have to find ways on, on what to invest it, you know? Like what's, what's the most important thing to invest your money? So how do you keep that balance as actors in a city like Vancouver? 
yeah, for me, it's all about discipline, man. Like, I, I'm very disciplined with my money. Now, be, that being said, being disciplined is not being cheap, too, right? Like, you, you also, uh, it's very important in this industry to be giving to your colleagues and to your friends, you know, uh, because that's what will set you apart from those who don't mm. so sometimes you got to invest money in your career man and it's not only about it's not only about uh, uh, you know like i said giving to your friends and your colleagues when the op when the opportunity on working a project comes but it's also about um you know giving uh, your money also, um, so, you know, if you have family, that's very important too, right? Um, putting the money in your education as an actor, in, in, in not, not only acting, but also skill sets. Mm -hmm. uh, and Bernie probably knows more because he's a much older man, but I... Thanks for that. I, <laughs> but being an actor, it's not only about being an actor, it's it, what makes your life... Uh, interesting what what sets you apart from everybody else right it's your experience because acting is not only about acting it's it's a life journey and we decided to get into this life journey some people sooner than others right and that's okay but it is a life journey and because it's a life journey you have to be smart about your money too. Mm -hmm, of course, and it feels like you have to be smart about everything in a way, right? Yes. You know, I look at the at how, for example, the city of Vancouver plays a role for for all of this to happen, and it seems like a city to be like a city of transition. You know, yes. people come here. I came here, and both of you came here, right? Everybody yeah. came from different places, and it's a melting pot. Right now, it feels like someone is mixing this bowl, and we don't know how this bowl is gonna taste, right? Yeah. And you yeah. know, and that's where the questions start to rise, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, have you thought about staying in Vancouver for a long time? Is it something that you guys are committing to? What's your plan? Well, I, myself, um, I'm taking it one step at a time. Vancouver is an absolutely beautiful city. I've been here a number of times in the past, so I know that beauty. I will never take it for granted. But um, I have a process I need to go through in terms of trying to um, learn learn my my craft. And that's gonna take some time. So that will dictate itself, but I've only been here six months, so that's not enough time. I don't think a year's gonna be enough time. You know, I have a number in my head, but we'll see how it goes. It's, you know, it's satisfaction at the end of the day. Because uh, I know a lot of people that say, oh, yeah, I lived in Vancouver for six months or a year or three months or, you know, two years. But um, time, time will tell. I'm just anxious to, to learn in the meantime. Amazing. And yeah. this brings up a really, really good, um, uh, you know, there is a question. You know, I have a question to, to ask. I usually ask this to act actors because, um, you know, it feels like some people have something within that is related to acting and some people tend to learn it. And so I want to ask you, how much of that acting instinct is already within you and how much of it do you actually learn? Okay. It's very interesting you're saying that because I was just saying about bringing your inner child out, right? Mm -hmm. Remembering when you were little, the things that you enjoyed doing the most. Um, I think it's not a matter, for me at least, it's not a matter of whether you're born with it or not. I mean, some people have different personalities and depending where you were raised or where you were born, the things that you enjoy doing, that, that that's what dictates what kind of a person you will be. 
I think that also dictates whether you would be good at doing something like like this, for example, right? So that's that's what I that's what I think about when it comes to whether you have the inner actor or not. Right? Mm, sure, yeah, acting can be very lonely because I I mean I come from a large family, and my journey has been such that um, there's a lot of things I can't speak to my family about or things they can't understand which you know makes me turn within a bit but the acting industry embraces that and supports that and again that's where I can channel my energy and I'm and I'm not judged and there's an understanding and it's more like tell me more and something to add with what Bernie says about the loneliness of being an actor you see we live in a society where everybody has to be super cool super chill don't show emotions you know you see it on people walking out on the streets with their fancy sunglasses and all maybe because they live in jail town I don't know <laughs> but but but, but what? yeah right because I mean Vancouver, Vancouver people sometimes they, they say they have a bit of an attitude right mm. because oh it's Hollywood North this and that but now here's the thing with being an actor. When it is very important to, you know, as an actor, it is your job to show uh, your vulnerable side. You, you know, you can't be playing the rules of what society dictates or not. Maybe that's why as actors sometimes we feel lonely because we, we feel like people don't quite understand us. And I say to people, well, do you watch Netflix? Do you watch TV shows? Okay, so there you go, right? Like you suck it up to the actor who you're watching on TV, but then you're asking mm -hmm. me, oh, how's that working out for you? So as an actor, you always have to start somewhere. And that somewhere is not being afraid of showing emotions. In this kind of culture, which is very different from what I'm used to, because in Latin America, people are very explosive. They're very, I mean, you're Italian, you know it, right? <laughs> but but, but in, 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 Anglo, in Anglo North America, people tend to be a bit much colder with their emotions, right? So I think as an actor, it is very important. I mean, you don't, you don't have to exaggerate with them either, but it, it's something that you have to acknowledge. You have to acknowledge your own humanity. Somehow it goes back to self-respect in a way, you know, and it, there is this beautiful formula that, that has really guided so much of my life that says when you align what you think, what you say and what you feel, then you taste happiness, yes. you know, mm -hmm. and I think that that's, that's something that, you know, it's, it's very easy to step away from and it's very easy to sort of forget about it. But the moment we really bring together what we think, feel and say, then that's that's when really you feel one. And, and the beautiful thing, the, the, the most interesting thing to me about this is that life doesn't get any easier when you align all of those, right. but it gets better. Yeah. And that's where, that's, that's where you take, I think, as a human being, a step forward and you begin to be more vulnerable, you know? And that's, vulnerability is a very, very, um, you know, uh, you know, especially in Vancouver, in a city yeah. like Vancouver that it has so many layers. I want to ask you, how was it for you, Bernie, when you came to Vancouver? Did you feel any of this? Did you perceive all of these layers? How was it for you? Uh, layers in what sense? Like, um, you know, we're talking about layers in the aspect related to communication or, uh, you know, right. uh, emotional connection. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I, I have a brother that lives here, so he was very helpful, been great. Um, but the fact is I had to establish my own network. So it was up to me to get things done. And uh, so I had to go places and do things and say things, it's things I'm not comfortable with, but I want you know, my, my life going forward to be ruled by, uh, not be ruled by fear, but be ruled by my love for this 
craft. And um, so, you know, I've done what I need to do to, to make those inroads. Uh, I've spoken to a lot of people, auditing classes, that type of stuff. The interesting thing is, I talk to 10 different people, I get 10 different opinions. So my head mm -hmm. spins around for a little while, <laughs> right? And then at the end of the day, guess what? It's up to me to make a decision, that decision. It's very interesting what Bernie's saying right now, because one of my teachers said, you know, people say, say stuff all the time. And he said, don't listen to what people tell you, only you, you know. Right. I mean, I'm not saying ignore what the other people say because people, friends and family usually have good intentions. Those who care for you. Right. Uh, you, you can't also live like, oh, I'm going to completely reject this person. Right. But um, but people say stuff all the time. People have opinions of their own. They're not living your skin. Only you are living your skin. And to pursue acting or any arts, you have to be extremely brave right because you're throwing yourself out there to the unknown you know you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you don't even know how if they're if if at work they're going to give you a day of work and how are you going to pay your bills because you're deciding to pursue this right versus a monday to friday kind of job right so you have to be extremely brave and not have uh, fear. Yeah. That's a great point that, 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 that you know, you're touching a great point right there and that goes back to Bernie as well. You mentioned, you know, uh, the conscience between fear and love. And, and you know, and, and that's really the key point because many people confuse the, that, you know, love is on one side and the opposite spectrum is hate. But I tend to disagree with that, you know, because uh, hate somehow can be a deformation of love. On the other side of love is actually fear, I believe. Yes. And that's really where it goes. It, it really brings it all back together, you know. There is a lot of fear to step into uncertainty and that uh, opens up to another interesting quote and I want to hear your thoughts on this quote that goes there are two types of people the people who grew up in certainty and seek uncertainty and the people who grew into uncertainty and seek certainty uh, that's you know what, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. that's, that, that's uh, uh, but that phrase is revolving on my head right now. Yeah. Do, you have any, do you have yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> that's like the expression: um, Do you seek to be understood, or do you seek to understand? You know, it's mm. similar types of things. Uh, but I, but I believe it's due to your life experiences and your journey as to what you're searching for. Often, you're searching for both of those things at different times. And and that journey takes you to different places. It takes you from Mexico City. It takes you from Italy. It takes you from Winnipeg, Manitoba, to Vancouver. You know, it's it, it very interesting. That's why it was revolving around my head because, for example, in my life, uh, I I grew up in a in in a, in a uncertainty, right? Like I grew up with my parents, with my brother. I was studying in school. Yet there was always an element of uncertainty, whether I liked it or not, because in school I always struggled making friends from elementary to high school. So it w there was always that sense of uncertainty of being accepted or not. Uh, something that I want to add to is like, if you tell people. Are you a follower or do you follow? Because not everybody's going to be a follower and not everybody's going to follow, right? Um, I consider myself someone who doesn't follow. I'm not a follower. Like I, I like to, I like to, I like to be different. I like to take control uh, by myself 
of my situations, right? I never, I was never like, oh, you know, like uh, into pop culture or anything like that. No, I always, it's, as an actor, it's very, very important to be your own individual. Because when you know what makes you different from others, you can use that as a, as a weapon to, to, to make a difference, you know, to, to, so to be seen. Right. That's really a great point as well. I love the conversation we're having yeah, today. You know, yeah. it's so neat. That's uh, it's really about building the character as an actor, right? And it feels like to me, it's 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 so much more about building the character that you want to uh, sort of portray. Yes. You know, and that's why there are so many revolving. Uh, you know, actors tend to have revolving roles. You know, there there's somehow their roles that are somehow connected in some way because there is an image about that character oh, or yeah. that actor, right? Oh, yeah. And that's what I want to ask you: if there was one type of character that you would play for the rest of your life, which one would it be for the both of you? Well, I would say for me it would be um, anything that goes against casting. You know, I'd like the uh, any any role that somebody says you can't play that role, then I want to play that role. Um, you know, uh, older man, younger woman, or perhaps uh, me playing a, a degenerate in another scene, you know, that type of stuff. Um, the type of uh, actors out there that I see myself like, somebody like a um, um, Bill Murray, uh, a Tom Hanks, so those kind of roles. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, I can really get into that, and I can really, uh, I find that I'm very, uh, one of the strengths I have for a guy is that I can really articulate my feelings and I'm emotionally available during a lot of discussions with different people once I get to that point of trusting them. Interesting. I don't know if that answers How do you feel about that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, let's oh, do it, man. let's do it. I, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm a rugged guy. <laughs> you know, I, I always play these rugged, I, I always play these tough characters, right? Like, I've been alien monsters, I've been pirates, I've been vampires, I, I've been those kind of, I've been those kind of, uh, of characters, right? Mm -hmm. I would say right now at my stage, due to my personality, my age, uh, the sort of roles that I get, like drug cartel and the, the bad guy with the gun and mm -hmm. chasing girls and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, oh, well, that's, those are the kinds of characters mm -hmm. I've been playing so mm -hmm. far, man. <laughs> you know, I, I I love them. I think it's great. I would like to play a. If I'm gonna play conflicted characters, it has to be a character with depth. You know, it could be a bad guy, but that turns into a good and does good things, and uh, you know, finds finds um, uh, redemption. Like I, I would like to play a deep character like that, you know, because in my own life, I, I am trying to find redemption as well, right? Um, uh, that's 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 just been part of my my journey as an actor. Redemption in the sense that I've always tried to look for belonging. I've always tried to, you know, we all make mistakes in life. We're all human beings. I, I always, whenever I make a mistake, I try to fix it. I always, I always do things with the best of my intentions. Not only, not only for myself, but for my, for my family, my friends, and and and, and my colleagues. Right. So, um, definitely th those kinds of characters. Right. Like, uh, just to end up, uh, one of my one of my favorite characters is Darth Vader. Hmm. He's a, he's he's evil, but there was some good in him that transformed him. Right. And I think 
that's what makes characters more interesting than just playing the bad guy that shoots and this and that you know so wow thank you for sharing that that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's really you know it takes a lot of uh, heart you know to open up and share this you know and, and that's why i really want to thank you for that yeah, and you know man, it's well uh, being an actor is open it's just a part of it is opening up man you got to open yeah. up right for sure if i could add um you know, I've been through. Uh, I've been through divorce. Uh, unfortunately, I've had some health scares. I am a cancer survivor. I don't mind saying that. Um, and once you go through those things, they change your life, and you think about them for a long time, and you never forget them. But you do move on. But there can be a certain word or a certain scene or something on TV that all of a sudden catapults you back to that time, and your emotions come out. And if you have a large personality, it's this industry that allows you to channel that. And it's those kind of characters that I would like to play. Hmm, you know, amazing. it comes to me. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's therapeutic. I'm sure I'm not telling it anybody anything they don't already know i don't i know but that's the way i feel right. well thank you guys for sharing yeah. this you know it's uh, it's 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 you know absolutely much appreciated that you're you know being able to be vulnerable and really open up and articulate your thoughts and feelings in this way and you know and that leads us to actually having to take a break we got to take a break and then we'll continue the conversation right after the soundtrack that awesome. renee chose for oh, us yeah. today oh, and yeah. is the soundtrack of uh, conan the barbarian so i want to ask you if you can briefly tell us why you chose this specific soundtrack for today oh man i love the intro uh, of Conan the Barbarian where they're forging the metal and uh, you know I, no, I, 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 Conan the Barbarian with Schwarzenegger was one of my favorite movies when I was little and I always wanted to be the strong warrior with the long flowing hair and uh, you know I, and uh, and you definitely have that good uh, long well, flowing hair right now yeah, exactly. that's for sure <laughs> that's true but you see I always I always felt like the underdog as well I always felt I had a rough time in school making friends. Um, I was I was bullied, victim a couple of times in my elementary, my middle school. Um, so this kind of music makes me feel good, makes me feel powerful, it makes me want to continue moving on, like forging the metal, you know. And that's why I chose it, right? Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for that. So Absolutely. we'll just play it, and uh, I want everybody to enjoy. Just feel for this music, and then we'll continue the conversation on the second half of Room Tone, the radio show here on Cop Radio 100.5 FM. I'm Roger, your host. I'll catch you in a few minutes. Ciao, ciao.
Welcome back, everybody. That was the soundtrack of Conan the Barbarian, chosen by René. And today we have oh. here René Rebora and Bernie McIntosh, actors here in the film community of Vancouver. This show is all about the film community and uh, celebrating storytellers, filmmakers, people who pursue the passion that revolves in, uh, around film and telling stories with the cinematic universe. universe. So let me, uh, let me just head dive into the next activity uh, that we do here at our show on 100.5 FM Co-op Radio, and it's the one-minute pitch. So Renee and Bernie are gonna get, gonna get one minute to pitch anything. Could be anything at all. Bernie, you wanna go first? Sure, okay. Let's do hit, it, hit, all right. Hit. So I'm gonna hit yeah. that clock and you're gonna get the chance to pitch whatever you want, all right? And three, two, one, let's go. Don't ever be afraid uh, to do something. Um, you're, you're never too old to do something. I've just turned the, the age of 65, and that's just the number. I can do anything anybody else can do. Matter of fact, I can do it better. That's my thinking. Uh, I moved from Manitoba. I sold every piece of furniture I had. I said goodbye to my grown-up children and to my five grandchildren. And something was calling me out here. So I had to be true to myself and faithful to myself, and I've done this. I cried when I left. It wasn't easy. But you know, now I'm more, you know, I'm in transition. I'm happy. I don't regret the move I've made and uh, the exciting future that awaits me. So don't ever hold back because you think you can't or you're too old. You're only holding yourself back. Oh, wow. That was a lot of hunger right there. Thank you for sharing that, Bernie. Pitching and, your life, oh pitching yeah, your man, story. I love it. it That's the way to go. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> All right, Renee, are you ready? One minute starting now. Okay, so here it is what means to be an actor. You know, I've been doing it for five years as an immigrant, as a Latino. Uh, it hasn't been easy, but it's, like Bernie said, it's not impossible. You know, definitely we come from different journeys in life, right? I decided to do this five years ago, and it was the best choice that I have ever did because in life you need some spice. You need a sense of adventure. As an actor, you know, you always have to stay humble. You have to fight against the demons of ego. And it's not about you, it's about the people who you work with and your family and friends. So if you want to decide to become an actor, don't do it because you want to be famous. You're just uh, into disappointments. You have to do it because you love it, because you want to experience the magic. Amazing, and there goes the one-minute pitch from yeah, Rene, pitching the acting oh, yeah. live. There oh, we yeah. go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, guys. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, let's um, let's talk a little bit more about that magic that you mentioned. Yes. You know, the magic of acting. Mm -hmm. You know, if you could describe it, what would it be? How would you describe that magic? The famous magic of acting. The magic of acting. Um, just you know, things that I've seen or experienced that. Um, it, you know, is coming to life, something that you've experienced in your own life uh, that you've seen on the screen or you're allowed to take upon a role where you are um, uh, in, in that role and everything comes together, you know, the, the, you know, the whole crew. One thing I've learned is that acting, as difficult as it is, it's, it's in a sense somewhat easy to myself, although I have so much to learn, but it takes everybody else to make a success and to make that magic happen. It's not just the pretty faces. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Do you agree with that, Renee? Yes, a lot actually, because there is <laughs> a lot of there, there's a lot of truth to that. For me, the magic. Oh man, it's it's you know when you watch movies and you're doing 
what seems to be the impossible, right? The surreal, you know. It's taking taking the audience to into the story, right? It's it's. I mean, it sounds romantic and cheesy as it might sound, but it is it is very true, man. It's very true, and part of the magic of of acting, as of any art, is um, you 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 have to make people feel. You have to make people feel. It's very important as humans that we feel something. To remind us that we're not just robots working Monday to Friday to pay the bills or or that. You have to inspire people. And I think that's the magic of it. It's, It's inspiring people, making people feel, and as well as, like I said, you you have to stay humble, right? Um, you, you have to remind people that uh, to to take them out of their 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 heads, you know, out of their egos, out of their, you know. That to mm. me, that's part. Yeah, of Yeah, thank you for sharing. Thing. You mentioned earlier, you know, the fight with the, with the demons of ego, right? And that's a really, uh, you know, yeah. it's a it's a it's a dance. It's an intense fight because you know we are given the gift and at the same time the punishment of ego when we come to to yeah. birth, right? Yes. So, what was the moment that you sort of realized the role that ego had within your life? Well, for me. You know, I owe uh, I owe all this to my dad because my dad always told me to you know stay humble, and uh, you know he once told me kind of like kind of like Rocky Balboa right tells his son right that the world doesn't owe you anything right that if you're gonna do something you know you gotta you gotta do it you can't expect people to do things for you right I mean you can. You can expect people to help you out once in a while, right? Uh, you know, you, sh- you should always trust your friends and family, but you can't expect people to do everything for you. You have to go get it yourself. I mean, it's, it's just plain and simple basics of life, mm-hmm. I guess, right? And it has worked for me so far, right? Mm-hmm. So. And Bernie, how do you feel about that that fight, with that dance, with that, yeah. that dynamic with the ego? Well, it's kind of the fire that slowly burns within you and that is, you know, at the point of getting out of control um, and how do you deal with that? Everybody has a story within them and if you don't address the story within you or share it with someone, it will die within you and that is that is very sad. So consequently, you write a story or you're able to tell that story through your everyday actions and the roles that you play and the people you communicate with. Um, and that's kind of the way that, that I've addressed it. Because again, it's pretty sad. People are amazing. Everybody's got a story and and uh, you don't know until you talk to them and, and um, see that sparkle in their eye. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the passion you didn't know they had. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Oh, oh, Renee. Quickly, yeah. Go for quickly it. add about that spark yeah. in their eye, you know. Yeah. Part of that spark in the eye is has to do also with, with um, not only being humble, like I said, but also um, there's a certain sense of spirituality to this, right? Uh, because you transcend to, uh, to, to something greater when you're working in, in the arts, right? When you're inspiring people, when you're... And, and when you're also listening to their stories, like like Bernie said, so I just wanted to add that up. Mm-hmm, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Wow, uh, we're getting deep, and guess what? Now we're gonna get even deeper uh, with the Proust questionnaire. So Proust wrote <laughs> down 35 questions, believing that they would help uh, identify someone's truest self. Right. 
So we're just gonna head dive right into those. And we're gonna pick yeah. five of those randomly just to talk about life and not necessarily only in the context of uh, filmmaking and movies. Right. So sure. the first question of the Proust question I wanna ask to both of you guys is, what is your most marked characteristic? Um, I would say I, I'm told I have the look. Whatever that means, you know. I think that, <laughs> I, I can, that means I can play a lot of different parts. But my most unique uh, characteristic um, uh, with that, and my ability to play all those those different characters because of my life experiences, which mm -hmm. have been quite varied. I I can be bold sometimes, and at sometimes I can be stubborn too. Interesting. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. Let's go to the second question of the Proust questionnaire. What or who is the greatest love of your life? Okay, so for me that's really easy to say because I'm married. I love my wife, Monica Sadrina. Uh, she's the, not only my wife, but she's she's been the best friend women that I've ever had in my life. So um, Besides my mom, of course, which I also love. Mm-hmm. Gerald, that is a loaded question. <laughs> so thank you very much. <laughs> Allow me to wipe away some tears here. Um, the loves of my life are my children uh, right now for sure. And um, the greatest love that I will have is, will be the person that I grow old with. And um, it'll have something to do with serendipity. That's all I can tell you. Thank you for sharing that, guys. No. This is beautiful, you know. Yeah. Getting to celebrate, you know, the substance of life, you know. Oh, yeah. It's it's a pleasure to be here and, and and you know dive this deep with you guys. So thank you thank for sharing you. that. Um, yeah, let uh, I, I want to ask you now. Third question of the Proust questionnaire. You know, we are close. This this question is somehow close to what we talked before, but it's from a slightly different angle. And uh, uh, let me take uh, the opportunity to moonwalk back a little bit and not get as deep. What is the quality you most like in a woman? <laughs> oh, oh man. Now you're talking. Okay, I, 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 man, something that I love from women is when they are nurturing, when they're friendly, when they smile, you know, because in, in, in this town in Vancouver, I see a lot of beautiful women, man, but they, saw, they all have these like frowned faces, right? Mm. And, I, I, it's a very turn off when a woman is. <laughs> no, seriously, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a turn off when a woman is arrogant or when she's like uh, too materialistic. At mm. least for 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 me personally, right? So that's that's what I think uh, about the qualities. Yeah, yeah, interesting for sure. For. How do you feel about that, uh, Bernie? Uh, I love a woman who smiles. Um, sure, and that's fantastic. That tells you a bit about her sense of humor. I, I like a woman that wears a dress, so she's a bit of a lady. She can wear any type of style, but I really love a woman in a dress. Um, I love intelligence, very sexy. Oh yeah. And somebody that isn't, um, you know, doesn't make a sus. A, a, um, Judgments. Yes. So just because you're older, or you're you know you don't have that uh, full head of hair or that buff body, you know that um, you're not you know you know you're not a good match type of thing. I think uh, you know people need to get beyond that and get to know people. Turn that page, and you may find your next greatest friend or the love of your life. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. Connecting it, it all exactly. together. Oh, Renee, to, yes. And to quickly add, don't judge a guy if he has long hair because you might, because <laughs> man, you might yeah. find your next Fabio, yeah. right? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or no hair. 
<laughs> or no go. hair. Yeah, yeah. Or no hair, exactly. Oh, yeah, man, there you go. There you Quite go. the contrast between us, you know? Yeah, yeah. there yeah, you go. We could be a singing duo, I'll tell wow. you. Wow, yeah. all right. And I can sing. So. Well, let me, um, let me take it to the fourth question of the Proust questionnaire, which is, <laughs> what do you most value in your friends? Friends, um, um, dependability, honesty, you know, the ability to say the way it is. Um, you know, and when I say dependability, just listen to me. I'm not looking for an answer. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's a few more things. Just mm -hmm. be in there. Mm -hmm. Right on. Well, for me, you know, I consider myself loyal to my friends and respectful. I think I wouldn't, I, 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 I don't think there's anything else to it is respect, honesty, yeah. and loyalty. Wonderful. You know, that's, yeah. And, you know, we rarely talk about honor nowadays, but to me that's very honorable as a friend. Interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, too, that they've always got your back. There's no question. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and you yeah. have their back as well. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. There you know, for them too. Uh, there's people I haven't seen in a year, for example, but as soon as I see them, it's like we were just together yesterday, and it's, it's always there. <laughs> yeah. You know, so loyalty. Yeah, you, yeah no, right. it's true. I mean, I've, I've had friends who I haven't seen, but maybe, you know, um, it's not that you haven't grown, uh, you know, like, oh, I haven't, it's like I haven't seen you yesterday or not, but it's about, hey, man, I was, you were always in my thoughts. You're in my heart, you know? Wonderful. Wow, okay, let me ask you the last question. Sure. And with this question, I want to merge two because I think that, that somehow they tie up together in some ways over here after the conversation that we had. I want to ask you, what is your greatest regret and what is the idea of perfect happiness? Okay, this is the, the most loaded question, but it's the last one. Oh, wow. It's your chance to let it all out. Okay, <laughs> you, you've lived longer than me. So. <laughs> well, thanks. Let's go, go past for it, Bernie. I give yeah. the word. Um, Dr. Phil is what I'm going to have to call you after asking that question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really, I don't really know. Um, I'm not happy about some decisions I've made in my past, um, but sometimes you don't get to be the person you are until you've gone through those things. And some of the things I've gone through have been painful, and I, and I wish I didn't. You know, I wish I'd turn left instead of turning right. So, you know, without being more specific, because um, this isn't necessarily the place for it, you know, that's all I can tell you. I wish I'd done some certain things. Uh, I'm not perfect. I want to be a better man. Um, and the uh, second part of the question was, again... Um, the idea of perfect happiness. The idea of perfect happiness, again, that is something I'm seeking. Um, I'm reasonably happy now. I know it's out there. It's, it's ahead of me. Um, but I also know I'm in charge of it. Nice. Right? So, um, yeah, it's an inside job. Um, <laughs> and I, I, can't, I can't tell you exactly what that looks like right now. For sure. For sure. Well, thank you for yeah. opening up and sharing that. Yeah. Rene, how, how do you feel about that? Wow. Uh, well, here's the thing. I, uh, one of the biggest... <laughs> I actually, you know what, man? Like, I, I, now that I think about it, like, I don't think I have a big regret just yet. I mean, I'm 31. Maybe there, there is, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the future. Um, I, like I said, I, I try my very best to be a good person, um, to, to respect people, to, to respect my friends, my family. Um, so something that I sometimes have to control is my explosive temperament. 
because I can, man, I can be very explosive when I. <laughs> so that's 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 pretty. That's the only regret that I have. And of course, it's it's a family thing. It comes from my dad. Sorry, dad, if you're listening to this, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm, I try to control myself, right? When whenever I get upset, and uh, I was never a jealous person. I was never the person who hold grudges on people. So. For that, my only regret, I mean, that I'm working on is my bad, my bad temper sometimes, that I mm. have my explosive temper. Now, the the idea of my of a, an ideal life. The perfect happiness, the yeah. The perfect happiness. Man, when, we, when we're born, we, we all have something meant to be for, you know? And I would say the, the big challenge nowadays is having to cope with the expectations that society has towards you, right? If you want to be an actor, oh, but by the way, you got to work on a job you might not like sometimes to pay off the bills. Why? Because that's that's what is expected from you. Um, now, I don't have to agree with that. Uh, the reality is, yes, that that is that is a bit true. But hopefully one day, I will be in peace with myself, in peace. Uh, what do I mean by that is, you know, to wake up in the morning and always having something exciting to do, something that you were meant to do. To me, that's the ideal, right? Wow, this is an amazing uh, conversation we've had for the past oh. hour, and I really wanna, I wanna thank you guys, and you know, Man. we're about to wrap this whole burrito up. Oh, Before yeah. <laughs> we, we, we make it happen and just wrap this whole thing up, I wanna ask you if there are any shout-outs you wanna sh shoot through the mic real quick. Oh yeah, I sure do. Uh, I'd like to say hello, first of all, to the uh, November Project in uh, Vancouver and Winnipeg. Excellent group, excellent people, check them out. I'd like to say uh, hello and a big shout out to my friends, uh, actor friends in Winnipeg. And most importantly, to my children, Christy, Tim, and Katie. And to my grandchildren, Summer, Sam, Sarah, Spencer, and Ryden. I love you and I miss you. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for that, Bernie. Any shout-outs, Rene? Ruggiero, the only thing that I have to say, man, is thank you so much for inviting us to your show. It's a great honor. Having these discussions, it's, it's something very sacred, you know? It's, um, it's something very important that one should have once in a while in their lives because sometimes we don't get to even speak about these things to our to our closest friends and family right because sometimes they don't understand what we're, we're we're going through right and for somebody to ask me what is the meaning of being an actor what how, about, about your life the, the challenges that you face man it's like it's 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 a breath of fresh air, and I am uh, so happy to be here and, and, and doing so. Wow, thank, thank you, you for these no, words, for and sure. you know, for sure. thank you guys for joining the show. You know, uh, this is all about passion. This is all about how film and the film community, especially here in Vancouver, uh, is really coloring and saturating so many so many lives here in Vancouver and of course our lives as well so it's a celebration of storytelling it's a celebration of what we love and we talk movies and we talk the making of movies because we love it 
and that's what it's all about it's about that passion and I encourage you listening out there to just uh, you know think about and just even feel for that passion what is that passion of yours and just go out there and chase it no matter what because every second that ticks that's an investment that's an investment into yourself into the people around you and into the universe so go out there and make it happen especially towards the universe Mm -hmm. the universe Mm -hmm. listens you know oh yes it does indeed you know (laughs) you you send the thought out there it bounces back well I guess that wraps it up you know and uh, you know this wraps up our episode here at Room Tone the radio show I'm Ruggiero your host it was a pleasure to have uh, Rene Rebora and Bernie McIntosh here uh, talking about uh, what is the life of an actor and their acting career and uh, I just uh, invite all of you guys out there to uh, you know check these guys out to check the film community here in Vancouver out and uh, really dive deep into what it means to be part of this community and what to make a movie means not only to the people who make it but also the people who digest and live that story we are indeed men in motion Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And that's exactly where I was going to lead that. There you go. Because uh, this is the song that Bernie uh, chose. And we're going to wrap up the, the episode with this song. It's the soundtrack of Santelmo's Fire called Men in Motion. I want to ask you why you choose that song. Very uh, inspirational. I love the movie. I love the music. Um, and it was all about um, the, the song was used for a, a world tour um, of Rick Hansen, who I believe is on the faculty of UBC, uh, just a very amazing, inspirational guy, and it's all about facing adversity and the ability to move on from it and be a true man in motion. Amazing. Well, we're all men in motion indeed. So thank you very much Thanks, for being brother. here. I'm going to have to wrap this all up. Uh, this was Room Tone, the radio show. We're going to be here live on uh, uh, Cop Radio 100.5 FM at 11 a.m. every Thursday, bringing new personalities and new colors and new textures from the film community here in Vancouver. A big hug to you all. Enjoy the soundtrack of St. Elmo's Fire, Men in Motion. Oh, baby.